0: Take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Planning any parties? Try serving cool, refreshing Horlicks malted milk. Here are three very special advantages of Horlicks. The flavor is delicious. It's easy to prepare, and it saves a lot of expense. Old and young like it because of its full, delicious flavor, unlike any other beverage. It's easy to prepare because all you have to do is mix the powder with either water or milk, whichever you prefer, and you're all set. It saves a lot of money, too, because you don't have to serve a big supper when you serve Horlicks. By itself, or with a few simple sandwiches, Horlicks makes a pleasing, satisfying meal. And by the way, you can make up a pitcher full of Horlicks beforehand if you like, and keep it in the refrigerator. Get a package from your druggist. He has it in both natural and chocolate flavors. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Squire Skimp has threatened to bring suit against Laman Amner for $1,000 for alleged injuries that he received when he fell in their theater last week. Friday, however, he made them a proposition to settle the matter out of court for a third interest in their picture show. The old fellows have promised to give him their decision on the matter today. And as we look in at the jot down store now, we find them explaining the proposition to their friend Dick Huddleston. And uh, that was the only kind of a settlement that he was willing to
1: make, huh? Yeah, I told him we'd love to settle it out of court if we could, and he said if we'd give him a third interest in the picture show and make him the manager, why, he'd drop the charges. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. Well, he's been trying to get a third interest
2: in that picture show ever since we opened
1: up over there. Yeah, looks like he's got us to where we can't do nothing else but let him in now. Well, the third anything in we show is worth more than $1,000, isn't it, Long? Well, it is the way business has been for the last week. Ever since Fly closed up, we've been making some good money out of it. Well, I'd take it to court for I'd settle with him on those times, then. The trouble is, though, Dick, if we take it to court and he wins the judgment again, where we going to get the $1,000 to pay him off with?
2: Yeah, that's what I'd
1: like to know, too. We ain't got no $1,000. Yeah, but you don't know what he's going to win the case. Just because he's suing you, that don't mean that he's going to correct you. Looks like he's got a pretty good case again or so.
2: Yeah, that, that note we sent him is about all he'll need to win the case.
1: What's that, Edna? Nothing. Abner, can't you keep nothing to yourself?
2: Well, i never seen no reasons not to tell Dick about it. He's trying to help us.
1: Oh, that's all. Well, I ain't trying to keep nothing from you, Dick. I just sort of hate to tell you about it because it, I don't know, it looks so silly, two old men like that not to have no more sense than to do what we done. What's that, Mom? Well, the other day, next day after Squire fell over there in the show, me and Abner wanted to go over to his house and sort of cheer him up a little, but Doc Miller said he'd rather he never had no visitors, so we decided just to write him a note and let him know how sorry we was that it happened. Well, I think that's a very nice thing for you to do. Well, I
2: don't. That
1: note's going to cause us a lot of trouble. Yeah, you see, the trouble is Dick. we uh, told him in the note that we knowed it was our fault that he fell, and... Told him what? and told him we felt responsible for that again, because we never had enough light in there for him to see where he was going. Oh, for goodness sake. What in the world did you ever tell him anything like that for? Him? Yeah, I don't know. Couldn't think of nothing else to say, I reckon. Well, I uh, see hey, now why he was so afraid to take the case to court. Why, sure. He's got the note and he says he aims to use it, too. If they ever read that evidence in court, we won't have a leg to stand on. Huh? Nothing happened. nothing. Well, that's a mistake writing a letter like that long. But did you sign it? Yeah, we ain't having like thing, oh, was, see, me and Abner both did. Played the standoff. You see, we that. didn't mean we were showing up to blame over the accident. We were just trying to show Squire that we felt bad about it. Yeah. You said it was our fault because we never wanted him to think he was too awkward to walk down the aisle over at the picture shows i falling down. Well, sir, I'm thoroughly convinced now, fellas, that Squire had the whole thing planned before he came over to the show that night. You know, I was right there when he fell. I never could see any scratches or bruises or anything else anywhere. No. Well, Doc, uh, Miller examined him good, too, you know, and couldn't find nothing wrong with him. Of course, if he claims there's something wrong with his back, well, it's going to be hard to prove in court that there isn't. That squire's a slick one, all right. Yeah. We might save some expenses by just giving him a third interest in a cookie show and settling it out of court. Well, I... So I hate the idea of having him in there as a partner. Well, I do too, but he's got that note we wrote admitting it was our fault. Ain't no use to carry to court when we know we're gonna lose. And if we do lose, where are we gonna get the thousand dollars to pay him with? I was just thinking, Rum. Squire's been so anxious to get an interest in that picture show, it might be that you could still settle with him by giving him a third interest in the show, even if you lose the lawsuit. I believe he'd rather have a third interest in the show than to have a thousand dollars. Granny's. I hadn't thought about that. I believe myself that's all he wanted. Well, if you take it to court and lose, well, then you won't be any worse off than you are now. And you stand a chance of winning. It. Yeah. The only difference will be whatever lawyer fees amount to, and that won't be much. Well, that settles it then. Grannies, I mean, we'll take it to court. Take it to the Supreme Court if we have to. Yeah, you, you might get Al DeLonge in there to defend you, too. Yeah. Yeah, now,
2: he'll be a good one. He's the best criminal lawyer and baseball empire
1: i ever seen. Yeah, he ought to know just how to handle this thing. He should yes, be all right. See, I told Squire we'd let him know what we was going to do about it today, so we just well have to call him up now and tell him to go ahead and pop his whip. Yeah, we just well... To... Huh? Tell him to do what? Pop his whip, I said. Huh. Uh, well,
2: while you're
1: talking to him, you just well to tell him to go ahead and sue us too long. Sure. Yes, sir. Well, that's what I mean. Tell him to go ahead
2: and sue us. Oh, <laughs> Is that what you call it,
1: popping your
2: whip? Well, yes, you can call it that. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad to find that out. He'd have come over here and said he's going to pop his whip. <laughs> I wouldn't have
1: known what he's talking about.
2: I'd have thought he was going to horse whip Wait, wait a
1: minute. <laughs> There's some granddad up out there. Better not be talking too much around him. He'll blab it all over town. Well, Lum, I expect i better be getting back over the store. Uh, Dick, wait a minute. I wonder if I couldn't get you to go into the county seat with me this afternoon. Get this fellow you to handle his case for us. Well, I don't know, Lum. I guess I could. Well, you could help explain it to him, you know, and we could go in your car, too, I thought. <laughs> well, it's nearly three o'clock now. If we're going, we'd better get started. I'll have to go by the store and tell the wife where I'm going, too. Well, I, I'm ready right now.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll uh, telephone up Elizabeth and tell her I won't be home for supper, not to lay no her.
1: Well, here, wait a minute, Abner. Both of us can't leave.
2: Huh?
1: Why, somebody's got to stay here and run the store, and you'll uh, have to stay here and get the picture show started tonight, too. More I could be late before we get back.
2: Well, I uh, reckon you fellas can handle it all right, Dalvin. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Wait a minute, like here's Grandpa. Better not call Squire while he's here. Or we can just stop by his place and tell him. Oh, sure.
2: Yeah, come in, Grandpa. Come in. Hello, Grandpa. Uh, howdy, Richard. Hello, Ron. Um. Howdy. Uh-huh. Grandpa, I'll just take you on a game of checkers. Rom and Dick's uh, fixing to go to the county seat. uh...
1: Be careful there, Abner. Well, they're well, uh, going in there, ain't they? Sit here playing checkers now and forget to start the show on time. Oh, no,
2: we'll take care of that now. Don't you worry about
1: it. Well, I'll drop by there when we get back in, see how you get getting along. You ready, to? Yeah, yeah, let's get started. Uh, see you tonight, then anyway.
2: Well, careful driving that car now. Don't rock it around something going in there. Dick's a good driver, but he just gets that thing going too fast to suit me. Yeah, yeah, I know he does. Yeah, I just shut my eyes when I get in there. Oh man, he just hits the high places. Uh, what are you rushing off to the county seat for, Abner? Well, don't say nothing about it, Grandpa. It's a secret. But Squire Kemp is popping his whip at us for a thousand dollars. He's doing what? Popping his whip? Come oh, don't you know nothing? That means that he's a loser on us. That's just a little way of saying. It. Oh well, I I knowed about him showing you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Dick's going in there, the hard lawyer, the defense. Well, I don't believe will stand a chance in the world ever getting a judgment again, you have know, I don't believe he is hurt in the first place. And if he was hurt, it weren't you fellas he called, I know. Yeah, I know, but trouble is he's got that note that me and Lom wrote him and and just the that that thing's going to ruin us he put that up for evidence again. Uh-huh.
1: Uh,
2: what note's that that? Why, me and Lomb wrote him a note when he laid up in bed there after an uh, accident tell him it is all our fault, just uh, trying to cheer him up. Yeah. He had that note over here Friday and said he's going to read it in court. Well, hey, I do not know. He's come up. And if he does, we're gone. we just the same as admitted right there that the whole thing was our fault. He was just trying to be nice to him. Now, you figure if he wasn't for that note, why he couldn't collect nothing, huh? Well, that's what Lom says, and he knows it all about such a Well, you ought to get that note away from him some way or other. it be a shame for him to collect all that money off you, when you? He weren't to blame about it, and he weren't even hurt. No, nah, well, he just fell down on a purpose, Grandpa. He had this whole thing figured out in his head before he ever come to the show that night.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Dick Hutchison says so. He's seen through the whole scheme. I said there ought to be some way of getting that note back. Well, I wouldn't hesitate a minute if I knowed how to go about getting it. Right, right. Yeah, of course it is. So, whereabouts does he keep it at, Evan? Why, he carries it right on him. Keeps it in that big leather folder that he carries all them gold mining stocks and stuff like that he tries to sell in. Uh huh. Let's see, uh. Come to think about it, the squire's got the name of being a terrible town sleeper, ain't he? Huh? Wait a minute. I believe I know what you're driving at, Grandpa. A fella could sit in his house over there late of the a night. That's right, Eddie. That's right. Get that note, and he never would know a thing about it, would he? <laughs> Why, Of course he could. One of us could stand and watch while the other and slip in and got it. <laughs> I don't wouldn't old Lom be proud of me if I could get that note back? That's <laughs> Not Grandpa. Now, uh, we won't let on to him uh, uh, nothing about it, see. And then in, in the morning, when I come down to the store here, well, I'll just walk right in and hand it to
1: old,
2: Won't uh, <laughs> oh, he be surprised if I don't
0: get his eyes or bugger? <laughs> <laughs> Square won't have much of a case against the old fellows if Amner can get that note back. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a letter from a farm owner of Columbus, Ohio, that shows exceptionally well the satisfying and sustaining values of Horlick's tablets. Listen. I formerly operated a large farm and employed several men. The work was hard and the days long, breakfast at 5 a.m. and dinner at noon. Now, most farmers know that between 10 a.m. and noon, the men get weak and can hardly drag until dinner. So in my effort to overcome this condition, I would give the men a lunch at 10 a.m., This plan wasn't so good as it consumed a lot of time and was quite expensive. At last I hit upon Horlick's malted milk tablets. I carried some with me and would give the boys two or three each when they felt all in. I wish you could have seen how the work went on. Strong, happy fellows, and on their toes until noon. Horlick's tablets certainly are remarkable. A very interesting letter. You know it's astonishing the number of uses there are for Horlick's tablets. Try some for your own particular needs, for golfing or motoring or for whatever else you have in mind. You can obtain the tablets from your dealer in both natural and chocolate flavors. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horace, who now bid you all good night and good night.